Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It's The Morning Five for Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. And as always, it's brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, today is National Chocolate Milk Day. I know you're not a big fan of sweets or sugar or anything like that, but you've got to like some chocolate milk, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. I can get now with some chocolate milk. Um, not a uh, not a massive chocolate milk fan, but I do I do enjoy a nice glass every every now and then. I like the uh, I like to make my chocolate milk with milk and Hershey syrup. I don't like the pre made chocolate milk yes. stuff. Like the the pre made stuff just tastes I don't know like chalky almost. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, I can't go to the grocery store and buy like a gallon of chocolate milk. I can't do Bingo. that. Bingo. But I can do I can get down with the the Hershey syrup in there. Or the um I guess the Hershey's um like powder I can get down with. Oh yeah, old school. Yeah, I haven't had that in a while. That's like uh we use the Hershey's powder from when we make uh, hot chocolate. My kids love hot chocolate in the winter. Yes. Yes. The, they, uh, they can't find the right mix. I think that's what it is. They can't find the right mix in the grocery stores with the uh, the pre-bottled stuff. It's like either too sweet or it's like didn't mix up well. I don't know. It's weird. It's definitely weird. When you were in school, did you did you used to drink the chocolate milk from, that came in the uh, the cartons? No, I'd usually just get the white milk. I, I remember they have them having a chocolate milk option, but I usually just got the white milk. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I was kind of in the same boat, so I was just kind of curious. Uh, it's also National Corned Beef Hash Day. Yes. <laughs> a, a thousand times. I absolutely loved corned beef hash. Uh, I could probably eat corned beef hash for every meal for every single day. It's one of my favorite foods. I'm totally down with corned beef hash day. I love corned beef. I'm not sure if corned beef hash is my favorite, but I, we'll, I got gotcha. you. We'll, we'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, Braves beat the Nationals yesterday, eight to nothing, behind a complete and total domination of Bryce Elder. Bryce Elder had a complete game shutout, zero runs, six Ks, looked phenomenal. Also looking phenomenal. Matt Olson. Matt Olson got three RBIs last night. Thank God. Azuna, Arcia both had two RBIs apiece. That is exactly what we needed last night because we need to to right the ship, essentially, because, dear Lord, man, we're coming up on a big weekend. Yeah, and you get get RBIs from unlikely sources, I I would think people would say. I mean, this is not a uh, Arcia... He's been all right. Olsen, you kind of expected RBIs from him earlier in the season, but he's been slumping. Uh, and then anytime Ozuna can get in there and give you RBIs is, is a big plus. So 
I mean, you get, what, six or seven RBIs from unlikely sources. It's always nice to see. Yeah. Bryce Elder threw his first individual shutout by a Braves pitcher since Max Freed versus the Padres almost exactly a year ago on September 24th, 2021. Oh, Elder, what a coincidence. <laughs> almost a year Elder, ago. That's nuts. Yeah, it's insane. Elder also joined Hunter Green and Reed Detmers as the only rookies to throw shutouts this season. And he just, he was dominant, man. He was using all of his pitches. He looked great. I mean, absolutely great last night. I didn't uh, I didn't catch any of this game because uh, football's on, and it's football season. And, uh, yeah, well, you're, a, you're also a Cowboys fan, so anyway. That is um, true. <laughs> Bryce Elder is the first Braves rookie with a shutout since 1990 when Steve Avery threw one on August 24th and Paul Merrick one on September 23rd so when's the last time you heard the name Paul Merrick I, I completely forgot about him until I read that stat and I was like oh yeah I remember Paul Merrick pitching that, I don't that, I don't remember Paul Merrick at all I, I remember that, that last I, name I locked him out of my memory <laughs> <laughs> I remember that last name because from some for some reason when I see Merrick I think of a meerkat I don't know why but I remember I remember thinking of that when I was a little kid when I heard heard the name Paul Merrick I was like oh Paul meerkat uh, but yeah, that's a name that I haven't heard in a long, long time. Uh, Mets were idle last night, so the Braves are officially one game back. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, we're, we needed this. So um, again, we're facing the lowly Nationals tonight. Um, I'm pretty sure we have another rookie going tonight, if I remember correctly. If I remember seeing that. Um, Let's see. Price- tell you right here in a second uh we have kyle moeller yes yeah six seven 250 pound rookie is that guy play left tackle nope he's oh. a pitcher well the braves off i mean the uh, falcons offensive line is doing decently so you know but we need it we need him ready after the baseball season's over just in case the falcons offensive line has an injury or two this kid can come in and play uh play tight end or right tackle or left tackle Speaking of left tackle, right tackle, let's get to the AP top 10 this week. Um, were you actually surprised by any of these? No. So let's let's run through it. And Billy, you give me higher or lower and I'll uh, I'll, I'll chime in with what I think. UGA of one, higher or lower? No, he, they should be one. Yep. Bingo. That's right. Bingo. Yeah. Uh, Bama at two. Uh, we're getting I, I, they're still number two, but they're they're starting to crumble a little bit. Yeah, I, I could argue that Ohio State is number two right now, but honestly, two or three, it doesn't really yeah. matter. Uh, two or one does because of who you would play in the college football playoffs, but two or three, Bama and Ohio State, however you want to rank them, is perfectly fine with me. I, I think Ohio State is probably better than Bama right now at this point in the season, but I, I'm not going to argue too much with Bama at two, Ohio State at three. Uh, now, this one I, I think is completely wrong. I think the next two are completely wrong, honestly. Number four, Michigan. They haven't played anybody. Bingo. Still. And the one time they played somebody, Maryland, Maryland almost beat them. And Maryland, folks, is not a good football team. No. No, they're not. And Clemson, the same thing. Clemson had to go to double overtime. Um, Got to beat Wake Forest. To beat Wake. Now, granted, now, granted, Wake is a lot better this year. A oh, lot yeah. better. Thousand percent agree. Thousand percent agree. But there's no reason Wake, uh, Clemson should have had to go into double overtime to beat Wake Forest. A number five Clemson team should not have to go to double overtime. But yeah. that's just 
So, so four just, and five for me, Michigan at four, Clemson at five. I believe both of them are ranked too highly. I think Michigan should be at five. Clemson should be at six. And this team at six should be at four. I think yeah, USC yeah. is the fourth best team in the country right now. Yeah, they're they're playing lights out right now. Uh, they did have to battle a lot this weekend in Corvallis, but I mean that's it's it's Corvallis. So yeah. um, I was I'm still impressed with USC. It's even though they didn't help me out with my locks of the week. <laughs> Oh, we did terrible. We'll get to that on Friday, folks, but we did terrible on our locks of the week. <laughs> yeah, our locks of the week were like unlocks of the week. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I have I have Caleb Williams and Lincoln, Lincoln Riley in USC at number four, Michigan at five, Clemson at six. Uh, and these next four, I'm not going to argue too much of where I think these next four should be. I think they're ranked pretty appropriately. Uh, Kentucky at seven, they look good uh, i think they have a chance to break into the top four with some nice wins uh this kentucky team is not like the kentucky team of old uh at football i mean they're they're a fantastic fantastic team and then tennessee number eight after that big win against florida this weekend uh i, I still don't have a lot of faith in them i don't know it's just tennessee you know what i mean like i i just i can't i can't get to the point where i am gonna pick tennessee to win the east or win a big sec matchup or anything you know yeah, I think they're ranked appropriately right now, um, but this is still early. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not uh, it's not the end of the year, so we'll see how it goes. Number nine, we have Oklahoma State, who I think is going to win the Big Twelve. I think they're better than Oklahoma, uh, and they have a lot of residual effects from Jim Knowles. That defense looks really good. Uh, Oklahoma State at nine. I like that ranking, and I think they're going to win. Oklahoma 12. just lose this weekend. They did, yeah. Oklahoma lost to who? They lose to? Do you remember? It was some crappy it's team. Somebody that they shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, oh my goodness, who in the world was it? To hold on, let me go back and look. It was a it was a really crappy team, and everybody was talking about like you can't. Uh, it was to Kansas State, and to be fair, Kansas State is three and one, but there's no reason Oklahoma State or Oklahoma should have lost to them. Uh, they and were talking about that fair, on the radio. It's like they don't have fair, recovery to be, wins. To be fair, also, Kansas State has Adrian Martinez. The same Adrian Martinez who I think has been at Nebraska for the past seven or eight, nine years, it seems like. <laughs> you know what I'm talking forever. about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, let's see. One, two, three, four. He was there for four years. He was at oh. Nebraska for four years. This is his fifth year. Um. So, yeah, Oklahoma falls. They fall out of the top 10. Oklahoma State, I, I think, is going to be the best team in the Big 12 going forward. At number 10. Don't on Kansas. Yeah. Uh, number 10, former <laughs> Carrollton Trojan, MJ Morris, uh, gets his NC State Wolfpack in the top 10, which well, is pretty cool. MJ hey, is. Hey, MJ Morris. MJ Morris got his, got his NC State Wolfpack in the top 10, all right? Even though he doesn't start. Yeah, he's he played a little bit, right? Has he played or no? Um, I don't think so. Okay, I, I remember the I remember reading an article about the NC State coach talking about MJ Morris, and I couldn't remember if that was because he came in in some mop up duties or just seeing him at at a practice. But yeah, that's your top ten. So other than other than Michigan and Clemson being ranked a couple spots too high, I tend to agree with just about everything they've thrown in there. All right, Bryce, let's get to the Hawks, man. Um, oh. We haven't talked about the Hawks since uh, 
yeah, they, they, since the draft, which was kind of disappointing. Or actually, you know what? The last time we talked about the Hawks was the DeJounte Murray trade, but they opened up training camp. They're starting to, and everything I've heard about this said that, um, Nate McMillan is talking about doing, um, you've got to pass a conditioning test and is running people hard this this um, camp, which is fantastic, in my opinion. You, yeah. need, to, you need to be able to, uh, he, Nate McMillan basically said that, hey, we're going to be, we're going to be the best conditioned team in the NBA. I like it. I like Let's it. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what what the new look Hawk has to bring. You know, we're still going to have the same down low. We're still going to have Capella. We're still going to have John Collins down there. But I'm going to be really interested to see what DeJounte Murray brings to this Hawks team paired with Trey. Uh, Abner and I were talking about this on Sunday. How long has it been since we've had a real dog on any of the major teams in Atlanta? You know, uh, the, the Braves and Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman's a great player. He's not a dog, you know? He's not somebody that's going to get up in your face and make waves. And, and the Hawks, I mean, they've had, you know, they've had Joe, uh, uh, Trey Young. They've had Joe Johnson. They've had, you know, Al Horford. They've had a bunch of good players. Paul Millsap. But are any of those dogs, you know, are any of those Josh Smith, are any of those dogs that are going to get up in your face uh, and, and, and make a play when they need to? You know, even in the Falcons, I mean, they've had Matt Ryan for years. Who, who's who's been the dog on the Falcons team? You know, when's the last time Atlanta sports has had a legit dog out there on the court or on the field or whatever? I think DeJounte Murray is going to bring that to the Hawks this year. And I hope it rubs off on Trey Young because Trey taking the villain role up in New York and just rolling with it is one of the coolest things I think I've seen in Atlanta sports in a while and something that I did not expect to see out of Trey Young uh, and the disrespect that the NBA as a whole shows towards the Hawks and Trey Young. Time yep. in and time out. Dude, it just adds that bigger chip on Trey's shoulder. I mean, Trey led the NBA in assists and, and points last year. And people act like that doesn't count for anything. And it, it, it's mind-bottling. I just don't I don't understand it. I don't understand where they rank, where ESPN ranked him in the top 100 players in the NBA right now. Um, but it just adds to, to Trey's chip on his shoulder. And I think that's just going to make for a better basketball player down the road and a better pairing between him and DeJounte Murray. I hope so too. And what's really going to be interesting to me is just the connection that those two have is how quickly can they form a, a real, real good connection and how, who's going to be the one and who's going to be the two. That again is going to be my question because if I can, if we can see DeJounte Murray running the one and Trey Young playing too, I would be perfectly happy with that considering what needs to happen. Um, Trey, Trey is 100% going to be running the one. He'll start out as the one. But I think DeJounte Murray will be playing the two. I think it'll be like a 70-30 split, which is awesome. Because last year, you know, it might have been, I don't know, a 90-10 split. And even that 10 when Trey was off ball, you almost didn't feel comfortable with who was playing at one. Now, it doesn't really matter. Uh, who, who, who's who's playing the one role, and you know that can switch up mid play, anyways. And we saw what Trey could do off ball sometimes last year, and it was he was almost better off ball than he was on ball, oddly enough. Right. You know, as crazy as that sounds to say. So yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm excited to see what Trey can do off ball with Dejounte 
run the one in, in uh, some some situations down the court. Absolutely. All right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, Billy, from last night in softball. Temple beat Armouche, the French foreign exchange school, 12 to nothing. Bremen beat Tryon 16 to 9. They should try in a little bit harder next time. Uh, <laughs> Villarica beat Cartersville 5 to 2. Tori Wofford throws a complete game, trying to get the uh, look like Bryce Elder out there last night, going the distance, giving up five hits and getting five Ks. And going two for three at the plate, Maddie McGuire and Aubrey Kirst also racking up multiple hits last night. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for tonight, softball, Mount Zion at Bowden at 530. That is going to be a phenomenal matchup. Lakeview, yeah, I wish we didn't have football practice tonight. I would love to go watch that game. Uh, Lakeview, Fort Oglethorpe is at Bremen at 5 p.m. Central is at Northwest Whitfield at 530 Lamar County is at Heard County at 5.30. Temple is at Crawford County at 5.30. And Villarica is at Chapel Hill at 5.55. In volleyball, Carrollton is at Heritage versus Heritage at 6.30. Central is at Heritage versus Northwest Whitfield and Heritage at 5. Heard County is at home versus Lamar County and Temple at 5 p.m. Temple is at Heard County and they face Lamar County and Heard County at 5 p.m. And Villarica is at Creekside, and they will play Creekside and Chapel Hill starting off at 5.30 p.m. tonight. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Uh, I need a cup of coffee. I forgot to pre-make my coffee last night, and uh, I'm dragging a little bit this morning. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The NFL is replacing the Pro Bowl with the Pro Bowl Games, featuring a week-long skills competition and flag football game. Bryce, I'm in a thousand percent. I'm with you. I'm with you on this bandwagon, man. I I love this idea. We said this. We said this last year. We said this exact same thing last year. Uh, I saw a lot of people online that hate this idea, man, but I think it's fantastic. I really think it's a great idea, and I think it's going to bring more eyes to the sport than the Pro Bowl will. Because Do you know how many times I've watched the Pro Bowl game in the past 20 years? I can probably count on one hand. Uh, but I, I, dude, I watch every single second of a flag football game, skills competition. I love the softball games they do, the dodgeball stuff. I don't know; it's just fun and goofy to see. I like it. It's, it's fun to see other NFL players doing something that's not in their element. I love this idea a thousand percent. I endorse it. Two thumbs up. This one's going to get me on my soapbox. Fox has banned. Fox banned any Urban Meyer signs for Fox Big Noon kickoff last weekend in Ann Arbor. Uh, so what you're saying is you're okay with a person being there, but you're not okay with fans making fun of him. It has zero, like this makes zero sense to me, Fox. You need to do better. You need to understand that these people that are going to your sh- showing up to your show are showing up and they can do whatever the hell they want to because they have rights and you banning them just means, oh, God, you're weak. That's gosh, that makes me so angry. I don't I just do not understand, Bryce, why they would do that. I don't I don't understand. If oh, you don't, I can I can tell you why they did it. Urban Meyer told them to. And and right now, that's the biggest name Fox is going to have on their pregame, big noon, whatever the hell they want to call it, kickoff show, is, is Urban Meyer. 
and then Urban Meyer needs to get needs to pull up his panties and make it make it a little bit better for him. Well, come on, that's not what Urban Meyer does. Come on, we've seen him. We've seen him at uh, at Florida. We've seen him at Utah. We've seen him at Ohio State. That's not what he does. He he throws a temper tantrum and gets his way. That's that's Urban Meyer. I don't care. I I I seriously don't care if they ban or not. Because honestly, who the hell watches Big Noon Kickoff? I have never seen a single second of Big Noon. The only time I ever watch Big Noon Kickoff is if college game day is over and I switch over to Fox to watch Ohio State and there's 30 seconds left of Fox Big Noon Kickoff. Other than that, I've never watched the thing. Yeah, well, still, it just sends a weak, weak signal to me for Fox that Fox can't handle their own stuff. But that's just me. Uh, keep trying to beat ESPN's college game day. ESPN's college. You 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 hired an old, worn out coach who half the people in America hate. An Urban Meyer. College game day just went out and got the hottest person in sports media right now, Pat McAfee. College game day is killing Fox Big Noon kickoff. Which, by the way, did you see Pat was on the uh, Manning cast last night? Uh, of course I did. Dude, I soak up anything that guy does. I have a massive, massive man crush on Pat McAfee. I love that guy and everything he does, and he is hilarious. And I can't wait until this Saturday night on ESPN when he has a multicast with him and Ty Schmidt and Tone Diggs and all of his cronies out there uh, for the Clemson NC State game. Is that what they're calling? I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I cannot wait for that multicast. I am so hyped. Seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson, who is 47, is retiring from full-time racing. And I'm sure that you and Matt Ridgway will have this broken down completely uh, on Track Talk this week. Yeah, yeah, we'll be recording Track Talk tonight. And Billy, actually, his name is Yimmy Johnson. Uh, I believe he's Hispanic. Um, He's from Hispanic descent. Uh, So Yimmy Johnson, at the age of 47, retiring from full-time racing. Uh, It kind of became a joke to Matt and I how many times he's spun in, in IndyCar. But uh, a great NASCAR driver, one of the greatest of all time. The U.S. women break team record with 27th straight FIBA World Cup win yesterday or this week. That's insane. And you you mentioned it, you know, women's sports, a thousand percent U.S. is dominating anything. Best in the world, baby. Best in the world. Number one. Uh, Cleveland Browns' Miles Garrett was involved in a one-car accident, and he is conscious. He is, you know, but he's uh, he's hurt, man. Like, he's not in good shape. Yeah, non-life-threatening injuries, but uh, that's not good, dude. That's not good for a Cleveland Browns team that needs all hands on deck right now. And Miles Garrett is a great, great football player. So glad he's okay. Um, hope he heals quickly. Speaking of... Uh, the Pat McAfee show, Connor, Boston Connor is going to be upset about this. New England Patriots quarterback Mac Jones likely will miss multiple games with a severe high ankle sprain. I mean, not good for the, the Boston Patriots. Yeah, Boston the Patriots. The, the Patriots suck anyways. So I mean, Mac Jones being out is not going to hurt. I mean, I don't know. They suck. They're not going to make the playoffs. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if Mac Jones is the answer up there, quarterback. But that's a longer. That's a longer podcast it's a longer issue so but uh yeah i don't know who they're, who's their backup up in new england do you know no idea i don't either i have no clue we'll find out this sunday probably today in 2005 the atlanta braves clinched their 14th straight division title thanks to philadelphia's loss to the new york mets 
What a time to be alive. 14 straight division titles. That's going to be tough to beat. Do you remember them counting us out in 2005 too, at the beginning of the season? Oh, thousand percent. Did, did we go wire to wire in 05? Uh, that I don't remember because, man, that was, that was a long time ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just I remember before the season them talking about how crappy the Braves roster was and I listened we're gonna be horrible and all this and I remember uh, just on the radio they were just making fun of all the national media they were like I want to say we went close to going wire to wire uh, but they were like yeah we you know we we won the division and everybody said we're so crappy 14th in a row la da da so yeah Braves I think that's an omen I think we're gonna win this year too I think so uh, start a new 15 year run or begin with this be two years in a row i think five five in a row we've run a five in a row the, if we win the division this year it'll be the fifth in a row yes golly another era of dominance mets you suck um the other thing that you and i discussed yesterday um you know we're there's a lot of games that are being canceled or not canceled but moved up to thursday right uh, because yeah. of hurricane ian for football, so Harrelson County has already moved their football game up to Thursday night. Uh, it's homecoming there too, so they've moved their game up to Thursday night already. We have reached out to all of the other coaches in our area. As of right now, as of you know, six twenty-five a.m. on Tuesday morning, none of the other games have been moved. However, that may change. So stick around, follow us. Uh, the morning five on social media we'll be able to update you as soon as we hear anything and and we'll get that out as soon as possible and i'm also, looking over the ones that we have now billy not in our area well in sort of in our area but not within the nine teams we cover um paulding county has moved theirs south paulding has moved theirs and hiram has also moved theirs. so that's just one county above us really so yeah uh, follow us on, like, like Billy said, follow us on social media. We'll have your updates as soon as we know something. We'll shoot it out there and let y'all know so you can stay up to date and plan accordingly. Something to pay attention to. Um, Braves and Mets are supposed to be this weekend, too, in Atlanta. Uh, yeah. That's well, going to be an issue. I have a solution, Billy, that we will get to this week, probably Thursday or Friday morning or something. I have a, uh, I have a way to fix that. So stay, stay tuned. A little tease, a little tease later on in the week of how we're going to fix a Hurricane Ian Braves Mets series in Atlanta. I have an issue. I have a fix for that too, but that involves I, that involves, and I don't know the Mets schedule because I don't care. Uh, <laughs> the the Braves the Braves have Thursday off, right? Indeed. Because yeah. Do the Mets have Thursday off? Uh, I don't know. Why? What's the? Uh, do you want? Do you want to leave? You want to leave your tease, or do you just want to spit it out? No, now? I'll do it. I'll do it now. So okay, we'll do. See. We'll do a day uh, night double. I do. Yes. Yes. Thursday. Have Thursday off. Yes. So move up. Do a day night double header on on Thursday, and then on start a twelve o'clock or one o'clock game on Friday, and get the three game series in there. I really don't mind that. Yeah. Twenty four hours. I like I like my idea better, but my idea is not realistic and it won't happen. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I, I yeah I like I like your I like your idea. I don't mind that at all. I'll save my tease for Thursday when we don't have a game. Um, okay. Yeah yeah I, I like that idea. That's a good idea, Billy. 
Oh, I'll, send so that, they, I'll send that over I to... Um, I know it's really shocking to you that I actually have a good idea. <laughs> I'll send that over to Brian. I mean, damn, your tone, man. Wow. <laughs> hey, you you get you get two gold stars this morning to start the day off. <laughs> I needed that plus the cup of coffee. <laughs> you got anything else, buddy? Nah, man, I'm good. Let's get out of here on a Taco Tuesday. All right, let's get it. So for Bryce Farling, I am Billy Lindall. Have a great day, everybody. We will talk to you all tomorrow morning. Same time, same place. Shake